There is something about that name of Jesus. There, there's something that's magnificent that happened on that holy night. There was something different about this newborn baby. And um, right now, as we continue in this attitude, in this moment of worship, we're going to receive communion. And if you're a believer, I invite you to participate with us. Uh, you should have received uh, the emblems when you came in. If you didn't, uh, let us know. If you would like some, we would get them to you. Um, but you might ask, why communion on a Christmas Eve night? We're going to dive into that in a little bit. But tonight, we're going to remember why Jesus came to be with us. That 33 years after this night, when he was born, Jesus died to be the Savior of the world. That through him, people would find salvation. And Paul recounts the night that he was betrayed in 1 Corinthians chapter 11. And he said this, The Lord Jesus, on the night he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body, which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. The significance of the bread and of the body is, uh, the Bible says that the, uh, the punishment, the chastisement that was meant for us was laid upon him. And through that, we find forgiveness. Through that, we find that salvation. So, Father, we come to you and we thank you that Jesus stood in our place. We thank you, Jesus, that you took it upon yourself that we would have salvation, that we would have freedom, that we would have hope. So as we take this emblem, I pray, Lord, that you would help us to examine our hearts, and I pray that you would examine them for us, that we would be right before you because your grace is so great. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Go ahead and partake of the bread and after they had taken the bread he said in the same way after supper he took the cup saying this cup is the new covenant in my blood do this whenever you drink it in remembrance of me for whenever you eat this bread and drink this cup you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes the amazing thing about proclaiming his death is it's not where it ended. As we talked about on Sunday, he rose again three days later. That's where the, the victory comes from, that same victory that he offers to us. And that through that sacrifice, the blood of Jesus washes us clean from any mistake that we have ever made. There is nothing outside the grace of God that the, the blood of Jesus can't cleanse us from. So, Father, I come to you again and I thank you that on that day, when Jesus died for us, that the blood that was spilt on our behalf is the blood that washes us clean from all unrighteousness and, and puts us into right standing with you. We thank you this evening as we celebrate your son, as we celebrate his life and his birth, we remember what he did for us and bought our salvation with his life. We give you praise and thanks. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Go ahead and partake of the cup.
Well, if you would like, go ahead and take a seat. I'm going to talk to you here for a few minutes. And again, Merry Christmas Eve. It's hard to believe that we are already here, that it's Christmas. You know, every year in January, at work, we choose our vacation. And I, I always, my first pick for uh, 15 years has always been a day or a week around Christmas, whether it's before Christmas, during Christmas, after Christmas. I look forward to my Christmas holiday, as they would say in Britain, uh, Great Britain, right? That's what they say. I'm going on holiday. <laughs> anyway, I love the Christmas season. I, there's something different about it, and I've talked about it a little bit. Uh, there's something that's in the air. There's something that's different about people during Christmas time. You know, and uh, there's a lot of great traditions that we have that are around Christmas time. There are a lot of things that we do that are fun. The Christmas tree. My kids look forward to setting up the Christmas tree after Thanksgiving. Uh, this year, we kind of were dragging our feet, and it took a couple days. Uh, normally, uh, we're on it pretty quick, but we love setting up the Christmas tree and the stockings. For those of you that have the fireplace, you put the stockings uh, over the fireplace. Ours hangs on a railing because we don't have a fireplace, but it works. It works. Eggnog. I love eggnog. It's a drink that I don't think a lot of people like, but it's good every now and then. Uh, we have lights on the house, as I showed a, a couple weeks ago. I, I put lights on the, the house to, to celebrate Christmas. One of the biggest traditions we have during Christmas time are Christmas songs. Now, there are other holidays that have songs associated with them. We've got the Halloween songs. We've got... I can't really think of maybe Valentine's Day with all the love songs, but there's no other holiday that really has songs sung about it. You know, you're not ever going to hear an, uh, an artist coming out with their new Independence Day album to, to celebrate the 4th of July, or how about a new Labor Day album? You'll never hear me promote, hey, check out Kelly Clarkson's uh, remake of the President's Day classic, Yankee Doodle Dandy. But every year, we have artists coming out with new Christmas albums. New Christmas songs are being written constantly, all the time. What is it about Christmas that makes us want to celebrate? We have songs that range from fantasy and magical with Santa Claus and reindeer and uh, the sleigh and all of those things to theological songs like we sang tonight. Mary, did you know? Could she have possibly known that when she was holding that baby, everything that Jesus would do, everything that his life would mean? I mean, if we look back, she was probably in her teens when she had Jesus. Would this teenager have realized that one day her son would walk on water, that one day her son would heal the blind, that through her son, peace would come, peace on earth did she know that in that manger on that night when shepherds came to visit, did she realize the price he was going to have to pay? Mary, did you know? What a song to, to get your mind thinking. And then we have songs like Jingle Bells. Um, my favorite is Michael Buble. Um, Merry Christmas, ladies. Merry Christmas, Mr. Buble. 
Would you like to sing a little Jingle Bells? Yes, Jingle Bells. Uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. We all know that classic. As my kids go into song, it's awesome. Um, Winter Wonderland. Uh, one of my favorites tied in with the movie White Christmas, Bing Crosby. Uh, great, great song, great show. We all like the White Christmas. I don't know if we're going to get it this year, though. It, it's looking pretty pretty sad out there. All our snow is gone. Have a holly jolly Christmas. It's the best time of the year. And then we have other songs like Joy to the World. Joy to the world, the Lord is come. Let earth receive her king. Let every heart prepare him room. And heaven and nature sing. He rules the world with truth and grace and makes the nations prove the glories of his righteousness and wonders of his love. And then we sing songs like angels we have heard on high, sweetly singing o'er the plains, the mountains in reply, echoing their joyous strains, Gloria in excelsis Deo. Shepherds, why this jubilee? Why your joyous strains prolong? What the gladsome tidings be which inspire your heavenly song? Gloria in excelsis Deo. Songs of baby Jesus away in a manger, no crib for a bed. When we look at this phrase, Gloria in excelsis Deo, what does that mean? Glory to God in the highest. Glory to God in the highest. So why these songs? Why these songs of, of cheer? Why these songs of celebration? What is it about Christmas that causes us to want to celebrate? Well, I think the answers are in the words of those songs I, I read you and the songs we sang this evening. And we find the account of, of this story in Luke chapter 2. And if you were here Sunday... Bear with me, I want to read the story again, found in Luke chapter 2, starting in verse 8. And it says this, And there were shepherds living out in their fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. Today, in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly hosts appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to men on whom his favor rests. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child, and all who heard it were amazed. And what the shepherds said to them, but Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things he had heard and seen. They had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. There has never been an event like the birth of Jesus. 
Never in the history of the world has there been something that so defined and changed the world. Just because Jesus was born, the way we counted time and years changed from B.C. to A.D. But why? Why in this name, why in this one act of God sending His Son, did it change everything? Well, as we talked about on Sunday, it proved and it showed God's desire, God's love for us. And it's because of this, this act of God, because He sent Jesus to, it, to us, we find that in this name is hope and peace, rest, strength, forgiveness, wholeness. A relationship that is offered with the Creator of the world that wasn't possible before. Now God walks with us. God is with us. His Spirit living inside of us. Not something that is passing like with Moses. When Moses spent time with God, his face would shine, but that glory would slowly dissipate. But see, within us, because of what Christ did, that glory stays with us always. The Spirit of God lives within us. He walks with us. In Galatians chapter 4, verses 4 through 5, it says this, But when the right time came, God sent His Son, born of a woman, subject to the law. God sent Him to buy freedom for us, who were slaves to the law, so that He could adopt us as His very own children. My friends, the God of the universe loves you. He loves me. He desires to show himself to you, to walk with you through everything. He wants to be involved in your life on a personal level. That's the reason we remember his birth. That's the reason we celebrate. That's why we come to church on Christmas Eve. We receive communion and we remember this great unmeasurable love of God. He is good, and He wants you to know Him. Because when we know Him, we are filled with the light and the love of Jesus. Now, when you walked in, you should have received a candle. And as I come to a close, uh, the band, if you'd like to come up, if you guys wouldn't mind standing to your feet, we're going to light your candles we're going to come from the front, and we'll light the candles, and then as, as we come down, everybody just light their own so we don't have to try to navigate aisles with fire. But why are we using a candle to celebrate Christmas Eve? What is in this symbolism? What does it symbolize? Well, I read that the candle is lit to represent the star of Bethlehem, guiding the Magi to the stable where Jesus was born. So as you see on the screen there, your candle, that flame represents that star that led people to Jesus. If I may, I would like to add to it. I would like to say that this candle represents a little bit more than just the star over Bethlehem that night. I would say it would represent the light that came into the world the day Jesus was born. That even though there is darkness in this world, 
There is a light that cannot be put out, a light that overcomes the darkness, a light that came when Jesus was born. Even more so, the light of God that lives inside the heart of every believer. I believe that inside each and every one of you, this same light that entered the world on Christmas lives inside of you. When you ask Jesus to be your king, when you ask him to be your savior, that same light lives inside of us. So as we have these candles lit, representing the star of Bethlehem, but also the light of Christ that lives inside each and every one of you. Can we take a moment? You can sing along if you'd like. Or in your own way, your own words, worship God. Remember, reflect, and give thanks for what he has done for you. This year has been crazy. But we can stay, stand here at the end of the year and say, God, you got me through it. You walked with me. You got me through it. Thank you. It was hard. We had questions. We had doubts. But you proved yourself faithful. You are Emmanuel, God with us. So in your own way, let's reflect and worship Jesus. Yeah. Uh-huh. 
Father, we thank you that we can sleep in that heavenly peace. We thank you that what was given to us, this gift, this free gift of pure love to a fallen world, that we could know peace. That despite what a year might throw at us, despite what life could throw at us, that peace is there, that peace that surpasses all understanding. I thank you, Father, that in the name of Jesus, there is hope, there is rest. That that name is above every other name, and that name is victorious. Father, I pray over your people that this next year will be one that is blessed with more of your presence, with more of your grace, with a new realization of your love and how magnificent it is. That, Father, as we walk through life, we would give you the opportunity to prove yourself faithful, that we would trust, that we would walk with you as you walk with us, that we would grab a hold of this truth and this principle, Emmanuel, God with us. Help us, Father, as we celebrate and we enjoy our families, we enjoy our traditions. May we not lose sight of the whole reason we are celebrating, the whole reason we're singing songs, the whole reason we're passing out gifts, the whole reason we are coming together. It's to celebrate your son. We bless you, we love you, we give you all the praise, glory, and honor. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Man, God is good, amen? If we could grab hold of the truth of how faithful he is, and we wouldn't allow the enemy to sow those little seeds of doubt, God would blow our socks off. So let's go in to this Christmas day and into this next year telling the devil, you know what, devil, you ain't got a foothold. You don't got a stronghold. We walk in victory because of Jesus. Amen? Amen. I love you guys. I thank you for being here. Merry Christmas. I invite you to come back on Sunday. See you then.